Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I didn't care about nothing else but partying. I should be doing horror film music. Yeah, for Kunde vi få över oss det här? Jag älskar liksom så här typ koncept. It's exciting, it's fresh, it's different. The purists hate it. It's really strange. I tried working for the man, but fuck it, you know. Whatever makes you feel good, go with it. Old to the new. A flavor from the old so you don't scare people, but with the future sound. Trente Möller slog igenom som house- och teknoproducent men kunde inte snabbt nog lämna den scenen för att göra det som han verkligen brydde sig om. En egen variant av drömsk pop och rock, tungt influerad av de brittiska öarnas deprimerande klimat och mörker plus det skandinaviska vemodet. Det här är Musik och Därnulf med Trente Möller. I said yes to play in whatever band. I played in a blues band. I played in a Queen tribute jam band. I played, uh, and and I'm not a fan of of Queen at all. Uh, but 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 I was just happy to to play music. Trente Möller, välkommen till musik och Danulf. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Tack. Tack så mycket. Anders Trente Möller slog igenom i början av 00-talet med ett gäng singlar som tog plats och visade på något nytt. Han fick snabbt stort följe efter att ha uppdaterat housen med en elektronisk twist. Här kom en helt ny kraft och svepte in med friska vindar vilket innebar att han fick mycket uppmärksamhet och folk väntade med spänning in nästa släpp. Ingen visste att det här var något som en rastlös Anders gjorde som en revolt och inte snabbt nog kunde lämna scenen. Det var bara i Köpenhamn och bland hans vänner och gamla bandmedlemmar som han visste om bakgrunden i en massa pub och rockband. Som ung tog han helt enkelt varje tillfällig akt för att få spela. Jag träffade honom i Stockholm 2006 och det var en då ganska avvokt inställd man. Han var inte otrevlig på något vis men ville verkligen klargöra att han inte tillhörde den elektroniska scen som plötsligt omfamnat och verkligen älskade honom. Yeah, but but I but I but, but I never felt part of that also because to be honest I could see that were that there were so many limitations in you know that kind of of the music. I, I felt it was very often too repetitive uh, in in the in a, in a in a boring way because I really love crowd rock and they can also be like loops in a way but but in a more organic way and I also felt that that there was like a praise of the DJ that I found a little bit ridiculous to be honest because 
okay, come on, it's about mixing other people's music together and turn on the bass and drop it on again and that's it maybe <laughs> and you know and have a good taste of course and, and all that but I found it a little bit uncharming to be honest so I, so I, so I actually used quite a lot of years to to slowly fade out of out of that that um, environment and, and, and just try to find my own legs to stand on so to speak Well, you succeeded in doing that. Uh, congrats. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> För honom var åren med elektronisk musik en reaktion på alla år av att spela i band. Nu kunde han skapa musik på egen hand och var inte beroende av någon annan. Att göra de första house- och techno-singlarna var raka motsatsen till det han sysslat med tidigare och ett sätt att revoltera mot allt han tidigare gjort. Efter de första singlarna så rörde sig Trent Möller bort från housemusiken och mer mot teknon. Han fann en mörkare ljudbild och det gick att ana att det här var en producent som hade många olika typer av influenser. Fansen som älskade honom för de första singlarna undrade snart däremot vad han höll på med. Hur kunde han som gjorde så bra elektronisk musik välja bort den för något så traditionellt som gitarrpop och rock? Så medan den första skaran fans långsamt lämnade så kom det nya i en stridström. Själv visste han precis vad han ville och skulle göra. Yeah, but uh, it is actually not true that uh, that my debut album didn't have that because I was using uh, quite a lot of, of live drums there also and guitars and bass and we also toured that that album uh, just with a guitar player and uh, and a drummer and a bass player. So I always wanted to, you know, uh, to to uh, of course play my music live, but I also wanted to to incorporate what you call real instruments uh, into the into into the music and and it is totally true that my music was much more ele- electronic back then but recently my debut album turned 15 and i was uh, i was in danish radio and and they asked me to listen to the album again because i haven't heard it for quite a, a long time and i was actually stoked by that so many of the songs are quite, you know, they have they have some post-punk elements in it. There are ebos, there are some guitars, and there are uh, these kind of noisy things going on. Not in, you know, every single song, but there's definitely a, a, a straight line from that album to what I'm doing now. And we're also playing several of, of the songs from the first album in our live set still because it fits so naturally to where I am now. So... So I was a little bit surprised that it was actually not so far away in a way some of the songs uh, from where I I actually am now. Trent Möller är en av de få artister som har avvisat Kanye West. Året var 2009 och Trenten Möller skulle precis kliva upp på Roskildes största scen då Kanye Wests manager frågade om Kanye möjligtvis fick rappa på en av Trenten Möllers låtar. Kanye West hade precis uppträtt innan Anders. Trenten Möller han tackade artigt nej då han var inne i sin bubbla och peppat för den här spelningen riktigt länge. Och dessutom hade han ingen riktig koll heller på vem Kanye West var. Det var först i efterhand som andra förklarade och han förstod vad han tackat nej till. Idag är det en erfaren man och musiker som man möts av. 
Tidigt i sitt skapande så försökte han kopiera och se till att han var aktuell och följde med i trenderna. Trente Möller fick ägna några år just åt att förfina hantverket, testa i studion och spela live med band och så plötsligt så visste han att nu var han på rätt väg. Framförallt förstod han vad han inte skulle göra. Det tar helt enkelt en massa tid att hitta sig själv. För honom var det självklart att ta varje möjlighet att få spela och lära sig så mycket som möjligt. Back then I just wanted to play music and that has always been my big dream and my goal actually. So I said yes to play in whatever band. I played in a blues band, I played in a Queen tribute jam band. I played uh, and and I'm not a fan of of Queen at all uh, but, but but I was just happy to to play music with some people and they were from Copenhagen and I thought Copenhagen that's super cool. I want to go there to play even more music and I played some jazz stuff uh, I even played some folk. So so I played a lot of different genres and and, and right now I'm so happy about that fact that I only that I didn't only stick to one genre, you know, uh, And that is also why I still listen to a lot of different music. Very often, not the same music as I'm doing myself, because then it nearly gets too much. So I listen to a lot to classical music. I'm a huge fan of Jan Jan Johansson. I love his Jasper Svenska and all his jazz recordings. So so I always find it quite giving to to listen to music that are that are a little bit different from what you're doing yourself in a way. When I came to Copenhagen, there were a lot of other people that also shared the same taste of music that I had. Because back in uh, in 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 the, in the city where I, in in the town where where I, where I lived, there was me and then this other guy, Søren, and we were uh, we were listening to uh, Echo and the Bunnymen. We were really happy about that band, and no one else knew that band, and everyone thought we were outsiders, and and we were outsiders actually, and we were nerds, you know. And then suddenly in Copenhagen, you could go into a club and and you know hear especially. The that music that you liked and f- see other people relating to the same music that was fantastic to to experience that that you suddenly were were you know not alone but but you know then again it was also a very closed community and i felt still also with the whole indie and the whole rock community it was really hard to to get inside so i so i so i felt a little bit the same as i felt with the electronic scene that i was never really a part of any scene like 100% because i was also just shy i think so i never really dared to to ask for for the right vinyls in the in the cool shops because i was a little bit afraid of the people there i think to be honest Vordingborg så heter den lilla Danska staden där Anders Trentemöller växte upp. Mest känd är stan för sin slottsruin från sent 1100-tal. Historiska sevärdheter räcker knappast för att hålla kvar en tonåring i hembygden. Så vid 17 års ålder valde han att röra sig mot Köpenhamn. Även om det till stora delar är brittisk musik som influerat honom genom åren så var det ett amerikanskt band som verkligen fick honom att reagera. I think some of the first music that that you know really hit me that I heard that was that was very different from what normally was played on the radio because I mostly listened to the radio that was uh, that was actually uh, I can remember that uh, that song especially because I I really thought it was so scary sounding I was a little bit afraid of it but that was Venus and First by Velvet Underground and and you know this drone 
um, from from the violin was just a sound that I have never heard uh, before, and it was really mesmerizing how music could sound so differently, and it was in a way sounding forbidden, you know. It, it was magical, and and I was really mesmerized with it and I was also afraid of it in a way so I so I later uh, t- turned back and and found out okay oh, okay this is a band called Velvet Underground and they do this kind of music and they are doing feedbacks and overtones in their music and that was maybe why I got into that kind of music also and then later it was in my in my teens it was more like the Smith and Cure and Echo and the Bunnyman and bands like that you know That music that you are listening to just before you are getting uh, teen, or maybe also th- through your teens, somehow I think it really sticks to you, <laughs> and uh, and it also because you are in a in a, in a especially in, in in your teens, you are in a moment in your life where you really try to find out your own I- identity, of course, and 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 that music shapes you and it sticks to you somehow. And for me. I can still get inspired to listen to you know that music. I'm also also trying to listen to other music of a course, and I'm not trying to be a nostalgic guy only on my albums. But I, but I can just be a, I can also just be realistic and see that that you know that sound, especially that post punk post rock sound of the mid 80s, early 90s even is is is, is apparently such a big part of my taste for music. Som liten lyssnade han en hel del på Beatles, Elvis Costello och det brittiska soundet tilltalade honom aningen mer än det amerikanska. Det var det lätta handlaget i melodisnickrandet som britterna lockade med och först senare tog han till sig av den lite mer avantgardistiska riktningen som de amerikanska banden bidrog med. Som nyfiken 20-åring var det däremot den brittiska poppen som fångade honom. When, when the whole Britpop scene started, I also uh, played in the band, and we it sounded really, really bad. But we really wanted to try like Blur and, and a little bit Oasis stuff. So I, so I always think, uh, you know, back then I can I can remember I was not I was definitely not into grunge. I was into Britpop, and it was very important to have that that thing going on. And there's also this romantic idea about the the whole UK. I, I, yeah, the working class uh, hero music. I really love that 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 vibe. Uh, so 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 it really stick to me. But then but then later I also discovered uh, a band like Suicide that had that really New York kind of punky edgy thing that was electronic without guitars. That was fantastic to me. Also that uh, that really opened another door for me. It, it was not really Kraftwerk that that turned me into the more ele- electronic stuff. That was actually rather suicide, I think. So going into that hole. Uh, yeah, then I listened to Sonic Youth and Pavement and 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 those US uh, bands. So, but but in, in my teens, it, it was very much the British sound, I think. När den brittiska scenen i slutet av 80-talet gick mot ett klubbigare sound i form av Madchester-scenen. Det vill säga när band från Manchester lät housemusiken influera poppen. Ja, då blev det lite av Trentemöllers första introduktion till den moderna klubbmusiken. 
I think it actually started back back then with the, the whole Manchester sound with um, um, Stone Roses, Happy Mondays also because Happy Mondays also incorporated breakbeats and had that kind of club thing that I that I, that I thought was a fresh input to the more kind of indie rock sound. Uh, and then I started to do some club tunes uh, also later. That was maybe in the I think it was in the early. Uh, to thousand, uh, but I never felt a part of of any like rave scene or club scene because I also did a lot of other music at the same time. So it was more like a coincidence that that my more electronic stuff was picked up because I still played in bands that did you know more like noisy guitar stuff, but 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 it was never released really. And it was, and you know back then I wasn't so focused on. On, on having my music released, I, uh, I was more about doing it, and then there were, uh, I, then I was happy that someone would would uh, you know release it. So sometimes it felt like a hobby thing because I was mainly doing the other kind of music, <laughs> and, and, and you can also hear that in my debut album. I think that you know all all already there, you have kind of both worlds trying to merge together. Um, yeah. To the Great Wide Yonder heter Trente Möllers andra album. Det är här influenserna från tonåren får utrymme, gitarrerna tar plats och sången gör entré. De elektroniska influenserna fasas ut men återfinns ändå på singlarna i form av remixer från olika producenter. Få lyckas likt Trente Möller fånga den här känslan av att stå med benen i två olika världar. I hans fall var det tidigt den elektroniska scenen och pop- och rockvärlden. Debutalbumet The Last Resort kom i en tid när den minimala Berlinscenen fått styra och ställa och den elektroniska scenen visat på en rad ekvilibristiska akter. På albumet hördes influenser från elektronika till dubb och techno och här finns också långa svepande partier som får dig att nästan se dig själv i huvudrollen till en sekvens i en film. Det kommer inte som en överraskning heller att Trente Möller såg sig själv som en framtida kompositör av filmmusik. Yeah, I've you know really loved uh, soundtracks. I'm a huge fan of David Lynch. Uh, so many musicians are, I think, because he's using not only music but sound in such a creative way that I really love. Många artister som komponerar när en dröm om att få ta hand om en film och skapa ett soundtrack. En möjlighet som inte dyker upp för så många men som Trent Möller haft förmånen att vara med om. Inte så konstigt kanske då mycket av hans musik är instrumental och bär på kaskader av känslor. Producerat med en känsla av mystik och vemod som man lätt kan tänka sig in i ett filmiskt sammanhang. Hans egen upplevelse för Det som ingen vet, en film av Sören Krag Jakobsen, var speciell och han fick ganska snabbt klart för sig att det som utifrån sett upplevs som ett ensamt arbete i verkligheten är raka motsatsen. It is a very very big teamwork and you know that can be fantastic but it also needs to be a director or be the right people that that you are working with with that that gives you a certain amount of freedom of course it's something that should work together with a lot of different parts but but a certain amount of of artistic freedom is quite important i think if 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 i should do it again It 
it was definitely a, a, a big like a childhood dream for me coming true because I always always liked soundtracks even uh, I also loved uh, uh, film music from Morricone to yeah to but uh, but 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 also it, it was it was something that 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 I thought would would feel quite natural to me because I always loved instrumental music and I also did a lot of instrumental music even in my young years uh, I had a band rock band we only played instrumental songs that we wrote ourselves uh, so so uh, so it always felt like a quite natural thing for me to do so I also think maybe next time if David Lynch should ask <laughs> I don't think he, should, he will but uh, I would definitely be up for it <laughs> so what, what are the challenges would you say The challenges is uh, definitely that it has to be a big teamwork uh, still, and and the challenge is also sometimes that the music shouldn't really take over too much. I think a guy like uh, Jeffrey Barrow from uh, from Beak and uh, Portishead, he's really really good at writing music scores that are that are doing uh, enough, but not but you know never too much, and and it's much about sometimes going with the pictures but sometimes going against the pictures so you don't reveal too much before it's happening and all those those things was something that I think that that I learned by doing this uh, score for many years ago um so so uh, so I think it's it's definitely much more appealing and much more in- interesting to me if it is if it is a director that that is open for my kind of sound because I, I'm uh, I'm not the one doing a, a traditional uh, Hollywood string arrangement, of course. Sedan två år tillbaka så samarbetar han med sångerskan Lisbeth Fritze. Eller ja, hon är mest eh, av allt arkitekt och hon är ändå den enda rösten på nya albumet. Tidigare har han arbetat med flera olika sångerskor men passande nog så övertalade han sin Flickvän. Hennes röst bidrar till stämningen på albumet Memoria. Hennes sång spelades in flertalet gånger och så adderades versionerna ovanpå varandra för att skapa en speciell karaktär. Dark Wave, Shoegaze eller bara drömsk pop, vad är det han skapar? Hur ska man beskriva det? Jag själv har han slutat försöka sätta ord på det han gör. Det går liksom inte att komma ifrån att Trente Möller ändå slår an ett vemod som väcker nyfikenhet hos lyssnare och framförallt journalister världen över. It is it is really funny because I was doing a lot of of uh, Mediterranean and Mexico uh, interviews yesterday. I had a long promo day only doing that and they nearly everyone asked about that. Why is it so melancholic? Is it this Scandinavian thing? And the only thing that I could answer was that that I think it's because Uh, you know this Scandinavian folk music is such a big part of of our culture. It's 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 really in our DNA and 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 uh, and our lullabies. You know they are also always in in uh, minor and it's always a little bit melancholic and blue. So I think it's a very natural thing for me to write music that has that tone because and 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 also again most of the even the you know uk bands that i listened to back then also definitely had that kind of depressing nearly <laughs> melancholic vibe the cure and all that uh, uh, joy division so so i think it's it's part of of our of our history somehow 
Uh, and also when you listen to Icelandic, uh, yeah, Sigur Rós, it, it, you, you can really feel the nature and the, and the long history behind the music. It's not just modern rock music. It, it feels like there's some ancient buried in the music somewhere. Inför albumet Obverse som kom 2019 så valde han att skippa bandprocessen med att låta musiker vara med och bidrag och den här gången skrev han allt själv. Det tog däremot 4-5 månader av skrivkramp innan han fick något gjort. Tillsammans med flickvän drog han iväg tre veckor till en avlägsen stuga i Sverige och var helt bortkopplad från allt som kunde distrahera. Och resultatet blev att han kom tillbaka med energi och skapar lusta. Ja, det har nu gått snart tre år sedan förra albumet och inför arbetet med det här så bestämde han sig för att precis som i debutalbumet så ville han att Memoria skulle skapas fritt och helt utan någon speciell tanke. I changed as a human and I hopefully my music reflects where I where I am in life you know but but um, but but it's but it it has always been very important to me that that creating music music should be quite playful it should be like being a being a boy in a candy store you know and and just just do whatever feels right and not thinking too much about genres and and the only thing that i really tried to do was not trying to make the same album twice but i didn't really thought about maybe the, maybe the next album should have even more real instruments or next album should be more electronic or something jazzy or something it's it's uh, it's simply the music that kind of demands where i'm going but i think a, a, a huge difference from with, with, with you know this album was that this was the first time that this is the first time that i wrote all the lyrics myself and i wrote all the melody lines also for the vocals and everything myself of course i always wrote the, the instrumental music but i have always chosen to work with uh, different uh, vocalists Sometimes there were like four or five uh, features on an album and uh, this time I've really wanted to only have one human voice to kind of guide you through the whole album. I feel it's a little bit more easy to make it to make this natural flow the whole album through. Uh, so so you know that was a little bit scary for me in the beginning to to especially starting to write my own lyrics because the melody writing of of the vocal melody lines that was quite easy to me because i have always had a lot of melodies in my head also when i worked with other vocalists and then very often we were we were writing the songs together but this time i really wanted to have the control and just follow my ideas and write everything myself Förutom att han den här gången har tagit full kontroll över allt i processen så blev det så att det här albumet blev som en motsats till Obverse. Den gick i moll medan det nya går i dur. I övrigt försökte han i skapande processen låta allt vara möjligt och inte analysera sin utveckling. Utan tanken var att komma nyfiken till studion och inte alls planera vad han skulle göra. I tried to not think too much about what I have done in the past and what should I do in the future just just do a lot of different music that feels right in the moment so 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 in the beginning it is very much that little kid in the in the candy store playing around and then quite quite fast I've found I find a, a sound or a direction that I want to follow and, and this time it was quite fun because 
the the way the the songs um, uh, are on the album, the you know running order is is quite the same way as I came up with the songs. So the first song, uh, Veil of White, that is that is opening the whole album, is also the first song that I wrote, and the last song, Linga, was also the last song that I wrote because somehow it just made sense to me that that each each song kind of had a relationship with the with with the, with the former song. Um, Yeah, and I just think that's that's the first time that I have written an album that that was so chronologically evolving. Uh, maybe also because I was my own boss this time, and I and I didn't had any uh, want to, to to please. Not please sounds sounds wrong, but I didn't work work with the other vocalists, so I had the control 100%. So I could also follow my my inner vision but but vision also sounds so big and epic because i didn't have a, a clear vision it's more about having a gut feeling <laughs> Från att bara sitta ensam i studion och skriva musiken så blir det en helt annan upplevelse när det är dags att sätta ihop ett band och få vara med om hur de skapar något nytt av det han skrivit. Den här gången har han förberett sig inför första turnén på några år genom att välja ut sina danska favoritmusiker och självklart hoppas han på en bra kemi under turnén. And I always like that 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 energy that four or five people can bring together, uh, and it, it's also a really nice, like a culture clash for me uh, sitting alone in in the studio and then suddenly share my music with uh, with four or five other people and then after that going out to share that music that we are creating uh, uh, together with a, with a lot of people uh, outside of Denmark also. Ja, många artister kämpar i år för att nå ut och hitta sin publik medan andra får fäste och noteras på en gång. Trente Möller blev uppmärksammad redan efter sin första singel och är artisten som är oförmögen att stå still och bara fortsätta som förut. Vägen fram är att utmana sig själv och därför har han också lyckats med att utvecklas. Debutalbumet kom i en tid när ingen annan gjorde något liknande och även om senaste sjätte albumet är en sällsam resa in i ett drömskt 80- och 90-tal så finns det tydliga kopplingar till debuten. Den här dansken har på sitt eget vis skapat sig en plats i musikhistorien. Anders, uh, thanks for sharing your thoughts uh, on uh, Musico Danulf. Tack. Yeah, thank you very much for uh, yeah, and um, I'm very happy to taking part of uh, of, of this uh, fantastic talk podcast here. So, and it was fun to talk about uh, my my teens and youth. It's not something that I'm talking so much about in other interviews. So that was really nice. Yeah, thank you. And then uh, later on, I will see you. We uh, see you concert in Sweden, eller hur? Det gör vi helt säkert. Tusen tack så länge. Perfekt. Det här är Musik och Danulf med Trente Möller. Passa på att bli Patreon och säkra poddens fortlevnad. Och så kan du samtidigt uppleva den med mer musik. Och så får du rabatterat pris på klubbar och festivaler. Tack för att du har hängt med så här långt. Sprid gärna ordet så hörs vi alldeles strax igen.
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.